Welcome to the Pavea Podcast, everybody. My name's Chris. Today we're looking at social media longevity, which uh, social media giants have the most lasting power and is one of the largest social media sites ever in decline. We'll speculate about uh, what the future holds for social media giants, Twitter and Facebook, with our guest Rocco Pandola coming up. Uh, just a reminder, we're here each week to offer you social media news and tips for social media marketing. And, of course, if your business is struggling in any of those areas, you can always contact us here at Pavea. We're more than uh, just a social media marketing company. We also improve your website, your SEO, blog, mobile marketing, and on and on and on. So if this sounds like what you need, be sure to uh, just email us anytime at info at Pavea.com or visit us at Pavea.com and let us know how we can help. Okay, with that said, let's bring in our guest now. He's a talented writer for The Street, which, uh, funny story, is also the name of my ill-fated 1994 screenplay about Sesame Street in South Central. Uh, here with us today is Rocco Pandola. Rocco, thank you uh, for your time today. Thanks for having me on, Chris. Um, so I know you have a lot of experience in investing and following the stock market, so tell us a little bit about your background and uh, how you started writing for The Street. I'm primarily a writer. Um, I worked in, in radio quite some time ago. Um, started doing that when I was a bit young, and um, had that as my first career basically. And then made a bit of a transition and got more and more into writing. But the one thing that's been constant over the past 25 years has been an interest in the stock market and investing and so forth. So it was sort of a, a natural path that led me uh, to where I am now. And I know I think uh, Jim Cramer is in charge of the street. Uh, have you met him, and is he, is he really wound up that much in real I, life? I met him actually for the first time um, at the beginning of the month. I, w I, went, I was in New York City, so I stopped by the, the street's offices. He's the chairman of the board right now. He founded the company in the 90s, um, and he, he's, he is, I mean, I don't know him well, but in the, in the few minutes that I was able to speak with him, he's a, a busy guy. He has an amazingly busy schedule, and uh, he's going a mile a minute. And uh, very nice. Everybody speaks very highly of him, and, and he's definitely, um, you know, he, he works hard at what he does. There's no question about it, and, and his success, uh, you know, proves that, uh, I guess, hard work pays off. Yeah, he and I are, uh, share a, a common bond, I guess. We're both Phillies fans, so we're kind of suffering a little bit this year. But uh, anyways, that's neither here, here nor there. I wanted to have you on because I read your article uh, talking about the future of uh, social media and how you believe that Facebook will eventually go the way of MySpace while Twitter will live on. So uh, let's start there. Just to give us your general thoughts on why you think that. Well, it's interesting. I, that is probably the most well-received article I've ever written on any topic. Uh, it's yeah. shared thousands of times across the social networks. People are uh, making comments on Twitter and so forth about it. And I was actually kind of shocked at, at how it resonated with people. And, and I'm actually writing a follow-up where I'm going to sort of um, uh, expand on, on my thoughts as to maybe why it did. I think, first of all, there is just a, 
a real disdain for Facebook right now, and a lot of it stems from the IPO. Before they, when they were about to go public, you know, they were hyped as this great thing to get uh, people into the stock market because everybody's on Facebook, so this gives them a reason to, uh, you know, pay attention to something they may not have paid attention to otherwise, which is a, a public offering in the stock market. And then, of course, everything that happened around the IPO happened. Some people got burned um, from, you know, huge uh, investors to just regular retail folks, you know, buying 100 shares at a time. And, and all of a sudden, Facebook is the villain. Um, the interesting thing is that I actually own the stock. And, and I mentioned that in the article, clearly, and I've, I've written about that in the past. And I think the company has a great future. I think that all of the hysteria around them being able to uh, monetize the switch to mobile platforms is overdone. I think they'll be just fine. I'm looking at it from an extremely long-term view. And, and I mentioned Springsteen in the article. I, I used a, a Springsteen quote to sort of set everything up. And I, I think it, it fits here as well because I look at Twitter as Bruce Springsteen, as Bob Dylan, as somebody who you're going to is going to be around at several decades from now. Whereas Facebook might be more of a, you know, a Maroon 5. Great band, <laughs> lots of hits. They're probably going to be successful for another 10, 15 years, but they're not going to stand the test of time like a Springsteen or a Dylan. And then the direct analogy I use, like newspapers, and, and you know, is what I compare Twitter to, the newspaper, as bad as things may look now, is an institution. And it stood the test of time. Um, you know, if, if it dies tomorrow, it had a really, really amazing life. And, and that's the distinction I was trying to draw between the two. I don't think Facebook is a failure. I just think that its usefulness will, 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 will outlive time, or time will outlive its usefulness. And, and I believe the opposite with Twitter, because I think it's a truly useful platform uh, that, that people will have a hard time dealing without. Yeah, I don't see myself connecting as much on, on Facebook. I spend a lot of time on it because, well, I'm paid to, but, but to be honest, it, it doesn't, you know, you don't even see friends posting as much. It's much more of an entertainment uh, destination for me now where I can, you know, get news and information from my favorite teams or, or products or, or, or things like that. But I know you said if Twitter, ever went public uh, that uh, you should jump on it, but aren't you concerned if Twitter ever expanded to the point where it would go public that it would end up a lot like what Facebook is now? I don't think so. I think that the, the really great thing about Twitter, and, and there may be ulterior motives behind why they're doing this, uh, you know, you never really know, um, but just looking at everything, you know, with all else being equal on the surface, I think that it's, it's really impressive how they've decided not to go public and maybe they're the smart ones. You know, Zynga went public. They're having a tough time. Um, Facebook, you know, Yelp has done okay, but it's, it's dropping now that their insiders are going to be able to sell pretty soon. Uh, Pandora, which I love, you know, gets lumped in with the rest of these stocks, so it's had a tough mm -hmm. time as well. And all of a sudden, Twitter says, well, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to wait till we're a more mature company, until we're profitable, until this mobile question is out of the way. And maybe we'll go public then, because at some point they'll have to sell out or they'll have to go public. Uh, they can't stay private forever. There's too many people that, that not only want a payday, but quite frankly, they deserve it. You know, if you invest in these early stage companies and you stick with them along the way, you deserve to, uh, to reap the rewards. And, and, and that will happen at some point in some way, shape or form. I think if they do plan on doing an IPO, they'll be much better positioned than these other companies have been. They'll be able to say, there aren't these huge question marks hanging over our business like there were, you know, a year ago or two years ago. Uh, so I 
I would have a lot of confidence in that IPO, especially if it doesn't happen uh, for another six months to a year. You know, you also made the argument that Twitter is the envy of, of the uh, news media world, and as a former journalist, I can tell you that uh, that's a little bit true. I get almost all my non-John Stewart and Stephen Colbert news from Twitter, uh, from my Twitter feed, I should say, but as a former journalist, I can also say that Twitter doesn't exactly have all the checks and balances all the time. Um, you know, trying to be first on Twitter can sometimes lead to misinformation, like, um, you know, just for example, when Gabrielle Giffords was shot in Arizona, people went to Twitter and saying that she was dead, and, and in fact, we obviously know now that wasn't true. So if Twitter is indeed the news feed that everybody goes to, is that necessarily a good thing, do you think? I think it is. I think that it's, you know, as the user, you have a responsibility to... Um, uh, well, of course, you have a responsibility as somebody posting on, on Twitter to ensure that your information is accurate. Now, it's different if you're the Wall Street Journal or if you're, you know, just some regular guy who is anonymous. I guess the the level of responsibility uh, that we would assign to, to each of those parties differs. But at the end of the day, if you're posting something, you you, you should darn well know that it's that's true, or at least you know, be going with 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 good faith information. Um, you know, CNN made a huge mistake not too long ago, and for whatever reason, it's 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 left my mind the headline that they ran too soon uh, because they wanted to be first. I think it was a verdict in a in a, in a case or something like that. Um, and you know, so they they looked really bad. And, and where do they get exposed? They got exposed on Twitter. Um, so I, I have a somewhat of a journalistic background in that I worked in radio, and, and radio is running scared from from the internet. And, and I think Twitter is a part of that. Um, to me, the beauty of Twitter is if something happens. You can go there and you have access to a world of information, volumes of information, and it's basically the world's greatest news aggregator. And, and, and you get the ability to find out from people on the scene how they're feeling, and not just what happened, but what is the response to what happened. And, and then you call through all of that um, through these different sources, whichever sources may be the ones that you follow and that, that are your favorite, the ones that you trust, and, and you're able to, to piece the story together much better than you can do, certainly waiting for the newspaper the next day or, um, you know, waiting to going over to CNN uh, or something, which used to be what you did. You know, you turn on the TV for breaking news. And now it's just it's impossible for a news organization, um, you know, to, to, to beat Twitter to the punch uh, just because of the immediacy and the ease of, of getting stuff on Twitter. I do agree, though. I mean, there there there's there will be mistakes, but. There's mistakes in every form of media, and, and, and just as much as the people posting and writing the stories have a responsibility, I think we have to you know, give some credit to the, to the reader to also um, make sure that they don't take what they're reading as true just because it's on the Internet or something. And I guess to uh, kind of wrap things up, uh, I guess all the things and all the great things that we've talked about on Twitter, you know, why, why can't Facebook be like that as, as well, do you think? Well, I think that um, I think what you said earlier about Facebook is, is is crucial, and it's what I believe will happen, and it's what I believe should happen. I think Twitter is so good at what they do, and, and they they haven't you know evolving is great, but it seems like Facebook sometimes evolves for the sake of evolving. So you get a lot of cosmetic changes, and it's like you know why are they changing so much? And you don't really see that at Twitter. Sure, they've gone through changes, but the the basic platform has remained the same for quite some time. I don't see it changing anytime soon. They, to me, are just so good at what they do, there's no need to compete. Now, what you said about Facebook is you say you go to it more as a source of entertainment. 
I think that's the direction it's going, and I think that Zuckerberg is smart, and that's the direction that he'll take it in. You know, once the whole world is on Facebook, you know, it, it gets old to go and check up on all your high school buddies. You know, you find out what they're doing, and that doesn't change very often. And, and so you have <laughs> your fill of that. And it's nice to be able to stay in contact with them. It's been great for me. But at the end of the day, there needs to be a more sustainable reason for people to go there. And I think it's the entertainment aspect, the social gaming, um, the brands, whether it's a sports team or a car company or whomever, um, building their brand on Facebook and connecting with people that way. Uh, I think that's the direction it's going to go. That's what they should point to because they are the leader and they can continue to be the leader in that space. I just don't think they can compete with Twitter or what Twitter does. All right, Rocco, well, uh, some really good insight from you there. And uh, before we let you go, tell everybody where they can find the uh, street and your articles. Uh, just the street.com and um, just uh, browse the front page. Um, you'll typically find some of my articles on there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at uh, Rocco Pandola, and, um, and you'll be able to link directly to my articles. But uh, there's lots of great content on the street, and, and if you just hit their homepage, uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll find something of interest. All right, Rocco. Well, thanks a lot for being with us, and uh, best of luck to you. All right, same to you. Thanks for having me. All right, that was uh, Rocco Pendola, everybody. Thanks again for listening to another podcast. Have yourselves a great Labor Day. Mm